Greetings. It's Turtle again here. It's been a bit since I recorded. But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, these, these times are a little bit crazy. Uh, the first thing I want to say is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, COVID is real. Let's be safe out there. I know that the mask has become a big political type of, type of statement. But just do what's best for you and for your family. We'll leave it at that. Right now as I speak, unfortunately for me, I'm positive in COVID-19. Um, so far, so good. What I can say is that uh, it's not like any flu. These headaches that you get are different, to say the least. What the heck is going on with this? <laughs> Losing your... Uh, your sense of smell but that's what happened to me please everybody um, be safe I ask you take precaution take it serious pray there's a lot of people out there that are suffering right now and they could use they could use all the prayers that we could give them pray for your city pray for your town pray for your state your country pray for the world for all the victims okay today I what I want to say is something important um, that I that I feel is important everything that we need to know about how to live abundantly in this life is in the Bible there's no shortcuts but there is an exact map on the Bible on, on how to make it to heaven and it starts with living a good abundant life here on earth we could have a fulfilled life here on earth live happy if we do certain things it could be enjoyable our life here on earth could be a bliss especially when we are one with our Lord, when our Lord is present. And who is my Lord? My Lord is Jesus. How can I be sure? Well, I have a relationship with him. I understand him, he hears me, I hear him. And he is my savior. But people want proof. And I'm talking about people that are non-believers. They want proof. I don't know if they want a picture, if they want a video, swore affidavit, testimony, but they want to see proof. Some people actually don't want proof because when they receive the proof, they actually don't believe the proof. If so, then the Bible would be enough. Prophecy, right? Let's take Isaiah. 9-6 For unto us a child is born Unto us a child is given And the government will rest on his shoulders And he will be called Wonderful Counselor Mighty God Everlasting Father Prince of Peace You hear the frogs in the background? I'm at a school, it's empty 
And uh, so I'm like in nature here, right? <laughs> Seems like it. Prince of Peace. That's who our Lord is. He brings peace into our life. He fulfills us. Now, the book of Isaiah was written 740 years before Jesus Christ. So the book was talking about, for unto us a child is born. Basically, what the book is saying, what the writer is saying, Isaiah, is there's going to be a child that's going to be born. He's going to be given to us. The government's going to rest on his shoulders. I think that's true. I mean, a lot, a lot of our state, local officials, police officers, and, you know, they swore an oath in the Bible when you go to court. I mean, they swore an oath when they become officers. It rests on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Wonderful Counselor. My counselor is, is Jesus. My counselor is the Holy Spirit. Mighty God, and he's my father, and he is my Prince of Peace. So 740 years before, Isaiah told us about Jesus. We know Jesus was a man, a man that walked among us transformed and changed the world the world was never the same and I know you know some people will say well you know Christians have done this look I'm, we're not going to get into that right now but what, what let's look at our country it's known as a Christian country it's a great country is it an accident that it's a, a country that was based on the foundations and the principles of Jesus Christ I don't think so uh so Jesus Christ changed the world for the better. Was he just a prophet? A lot of people say, hey, he's just a prophet. Buddha's a prophet. Jesus is a prophet. Muhammad is a prophet. Jesus was a prophet. Or was he God? Of course, me as a Christian, to me, Jesus is God. In the book of Daniel, and is we're going to look at um, chapter 7, 13, uh, verse 13 to 14, in my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man. Coming with the clouds of heaven, he approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All peoples, all nations, and men of every language worshipped him. His dominion is everlasting. Dominion will not pass away, his dominion, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. So we could break that down, right? Uh, one like the Son of Man coming in the clouds, he approached the Ancient of Days. The Ancient of Days is God the Father. And he was led into his presence. He was given authority and glory and sovereign powers, basically the power over all nations, all people of every language worshiped him. His dominion is everlasting. Amen. And it will not pass. His kingdom will not pass or it will never be destroyed. We know that. If anybody's going to be doing any destroying, it's going to be Jesus when he comes from heaven to destroy evil, to destroy Satan. 
So again, you know, the book of Daniel was written 606 years before Christ. And why do I mention this? Because these are two authors in the Bible who talked about our Lord. And, you know, they describe Christ to the dot before he was even born. Why is all this important? Well, it's pieces to a heavenly puzzle that when we put them together, it's the picture of the cross. And we can connect this. In the book of Genesis, in the book of Genesis, life started in paradise, in, in the Garden of Eden, right? And there was a tree. There was a live tree, live wood. And in that tree, there was a fruit that was forbidden. It attained the, the knowledge, right, of good and evil. And the instruction was, don't don't go there. You go eat from any other, any other, any other tree, any other fruit except from that one. And obviously, like petulant children, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, Adam went and said, "Oh, I want that one." They did whatever they told me I, I shouldn't have. That's what I want wanted to get that knowledge and, and see what God obviously they were lied to and tricked by the devil willfully some say but that tree was a live tree that gave us dead death excuse me and thousands of years later a dead tree that formed a cross gave us life I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. The connections are there. There's a motorcycle coming in the background, guys. Gave us life, and in that wood that formed a cross, our Lord shed his blood. In the time of Moses, our God, to protect his people from the angel of death, what he instructed was sacrifice lamb put the blood over the wooden frame at the entrance of the door and the angel of death is going to pass by and it's going to skip your firstborn son right son keyword right how important the son well pharaoh pharaoh didn't uh, didn't pay too much attention to that one and uh, what happened? His son died. He suffered, you know, because he didn't listen. And the sacrifice, the, the, the lamb protected the, the firstborn sons. You know, thousands of years later, it, you know, it's it happened again. A lamb was sacrificed. A lamb of God was sacrificed. His blood on on the wood of the cross, again, gave us life, forgave not just the sons, but everybody. And it, and that cross saves everybody that believes. Yes, we have proof, real proof, but faith <clears throat> is what saves. And this month we celebrate the birthday, you know, Jesus Christ, the birth of Jesus Christ. Again, for us, to us, a child is born so this birthday is, is is very important i mean we 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 do our whole celebration we get together we have our meal 
in remembrance of the day that that this child was born. Yes, our Savior was born, of course. But it's also because the prophecy was fulfilled. That's why it's so dear to us. It's like he was born, our Savior was born. It's written the book, we followed it, and it came true. The proof, again, the skeptics, they can analyze it and, and, and convince themselves if they like or not believe it's up to them, but it's it's right there. And this is just a couple of scriptures that I that I that I read and a couple of examples. There's more, obviously. <clears throat> but their minds are closed. And Satan doesn't doesn't help it. He feeds their skepticism. <clears throat> but if they would just give Jesus a chance, how much different it would be for for them, for their relationship with God and their soul. Zechariah 9.9 Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a colt, the fowl of a donkey. And Jesus came in riding on a donkey, right? Palm, Palm Sunday. Zechariah was written five centuries before Jesus Christ was born. Micah 5.2 talks about Bethlehem. And we could go ramble on and on and on. The birth of Christ important to us this December. We celebrate Christmas. It's not about Santa Claus. I mean, I don't got nothing wrong with Santa Claus. It's a cool little, you know, little deal right there with Santa Claus. But it's about Jesus, right? This is who we celebrate. But his death is what gave us life. His blood is what gave us life. And last but not least, his resurrection. Jesus is our Lord. He loves us. The road is narrow that leads to him. Wide is the path that leads to destruction. And this Christmas is remember the birth, the life, the death, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to thank you for listening. I appreciate you. God bless you. Take care. And take care of your loved ones.